You're listening to What's New with Wired. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9. With available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults. With zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute. And available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. You're listening to What's New with Wired. It's Friday, January 14th. Today we're talking about how the world was cooler in 2021 than 2020, but that's not good news. Before we get into today's top story, remember to check out our other Wired podcasts. Today in Wired Business, Facebook's data center plans are riling up residents in the Netherlands. Checking in on Wired Science, we're looking at why paleontologists are getting into Florida's oyster business. And on Wired Security, Apple's private relay royals telecoms around the world. Listen to these stories and more at wired.com slash podcasts. Today, NASA and NOAA dropped their annual analysis of global temperatures. Last year was tied with 2018 as the sixth hottest ever, but cooler than 2020. A good sign, right? Yeah, no. Not in the least. It's easy to want to focus on that year-to-year variability, says Bridget Seegers, an oceanographer at NASA. But it's important to look at the trend. The last eight years were the eight hottest on record. To calculate global temperatures, the two agencies pulled data from weather stations all over the world, plus measurements taken from ships and buoys in the ocean. Other groups like Berkeley Earth, a nonprofit research organization, do the same with their own somewhat different methodology. But the analyses are nearly identical in their findings. A graph which compares results from Berkeley Earth, NOAA, NASA, and two other groups in Europe shows the global average temperature might have been lower in 2021 than 2020, but it's still soaring. One reason for cooler temperatures in 2021 was likely La Nina, a band of cold water in the Pacific. It's the product of strong trade winds that scour the ocean, pushing the top layer of water toward Asia, causing deeper, colder waters to rush to the surface to fill the void. This, in turn, influences the atmosphere, for instance, changing the jet stream above the United States and leading to more hurricanes in the Atlantic. The sea itself cools things off by absorbing heat from the atmosphere. The COVID-19 pandemic may have had an additional influence, but not in the way you might think. As the world locked down in 2020, fewer emissions went into the sky, including aerosols that typically reflect some of the sun's energy back into space. If you take them away, you make the air cleaner. Then that's a slight warming impact on the climate, says Gavin Schmidt, director of NASA's Goddard Institute for Space Studies, during a Thursday press conference announcing the findings. 
But as economic activity ramped back up in 2021, so did aerosol pollution, contributing again to that cooling effect. The 2021 temperature drop may be possibly due to a resumption of activity that produces aerosols in the atmosphere, Schmidt said. The pandemic-based drop in carbon dioxide production didn't have a cooling effect. Human civilization produces so much of the planet-warming gas every year, and it persists so long in the atmosphere that the pandemic didn't even register as a blip. Today's findings are all the more alarming precisely because 2021 managed to overcome these cooling effects and still tally the sixth highest temperature. And while global temperatures were cooler in 2021 than the year before, Last year, 1.8 billion people lived in places that experienced their hottest temperatures ever recorded, according to a report released today by Berkeley Earth. This includes Asian countries like China and North and South Korea, African nations like Nigeria and Liberia, and in the Middle East, places like Saudi Arabia and Qatar. We talk a lot about global average temperatures, but no one lives in the global average, says Zeke Hausfather, a research scientist at Berkeley Earth. In fact, most of the globe, two-thirds of it, is ocean, and no one lives in the ocean, or very few people at least, and land areas on average are warming much faster than the rest of the world. Because land is heating so quickly, increasingly frequent and intense heat waves are brutalizing people living in different parts of the world. Last summer, in western Canada and the U.S. Pacific Northwest, absurd temperatures of over 120 degrees Fahrenheit killed hundreds of people. According to House Father, the heat wave in Portland, Oregon, would have been effectively impossible without climate change, something like a once-every-150,000-year event. By the end of the century, at the rate things are warming right now, it's going to be a one-in-ten, one-in-five-year event, says House Father. There are what we call the return periods for these extreme heat events that become much shorter the warmer the world becomes. Land worldwide is heating faster than the ocean, but a warmer ocean also raises sea levels, both because water expands as it heats up and because the warmer water melts sea ice. In Antarctica, the Thwaites Doomsday Glacier is rapidly degrading, in part because abnormally warm waters are chewing at its belly. If it melts and triggers a collapse among nearby glaciers, together they could add 10 feet to sea levels. Extreme heat also leads to crop failures and water shortages, and it supercharges wildfires, In California alone last year, blazes chewed through 4,000 square miles of land. Wildfires have gotten so intense in the western U.S. and Canada that they're spawning their own thunderclouds, which go on to spark new blazes. Burning all that vegetation only loads the atmosphere with more planet-warming carbon. Skyrocketing temperatures also exacerbate disasters in more unexpected ways. A warmer atmosphere holds more water, for instance, which makes for stronger downpours and more flooding, as we saw in Europe this summer. Warmer waters in the Gulf of Mexico strengthen hurricanes like last summer's Ida, which tore through the south and flooded New York City. We also saw the worst locust plagues in decades in East Africa. In March, there were major floods in eastern Australia, and the worst sandstorm in Beijing in decades, said Russ Vos, chief of the Analysis and Synthesis branch of NOAA's National Centers for Environmental Information, speaking at the conference. In the U.S. in particular, there were 20 weather and climate disasters that had losses exceeding a billion dollars each, and the total damages for 2021 were something like $145 billion, the third highest on record. The ultimate reason why 2021 not setting an all-time record is nothing to cheer about? Humanity is on course to reach 1.5 degrees Celsius of warming above pre-industrial levels, the optimistic limit set by the Paris Climate Accord in a decade. 
By 2059, we'll hit 2 degrees Celsius, the agreement's upper limit. The United Nations Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change already made that point in August, when it released its alarming 2021 report. But says Seegers, today's report adds to scientists' understanding of climate trends and charts a way forward for change. Extremes are getting worse. People are losing their homes and their lives and air quality because the wildfires are bad, says Seegers. There's just a lot going on, and I want people to also feel empowered that we understand the problem. It's just this other issue of deciding to take collective action. There's a lot of reasons for optimism, Seegers continues. We're in charge. This would be a lot worse if we were like, oh, it's warming because we're headed toward the sun and can't stop it. So, it's bad, but it's not impossible. Thanks for listening to Wired. Check back in tomorrow to hear more stories from Wired.com. If you like this podcast, can we recommend another one? It's called Big Picture Science. You can hear it wherever you get your podcasts, and its name tells part of the story. The big picture questions and the most interesting research in science. Seth and I are the hosts. Seth is a scientist. I am Molly, and I'm a science journalist. And we talk to people smarter than us, and we have fun along the way. The show is called Big Picture Science, and as Seth said, you can hear it wherever you get your podcasts.